0: G'day Australia again, and today I've got Ivan from the Gold Coast, uh, who's the convener down there, and Ivan's got some very interesting information about the, the law and how we can use it. So good morning, Ivan. How are you? Yeah, good. Thanks, buddy. Very good. Let's just have a little bit of background on you, Ivan. How did you study and where did you study?
1: I'll go back to the start. I was, I was eight, and my grandmother was having, she worked like having a lot of stalls, for the blind raising money for the stalls. So she had heaps and heaps and heaps of books. And she always said to me every year when she had this sale that she said, oh, you come any book there that you like, it's yours for free, you don't have to pay for it. But mum always paid anyway. And I went there one day and I saw this big thick book and it was a nice big book and I love reading. Yeah. I still do today. So I thought, oh, okay, just a book of law, 1961. and thought, oh, okay. So I picked this book. Now that was modern then. So I'm 70. So 1961, this was a modern law book. And I thought, wow, this looks really, really good. And it was green and yellow embossed. It looked so pretty. So I sat under the table away from everybody. I sat there for hours reading law. I couldn't understand most of it because it was in legal jargon in those days. But it intrigued me. I couldn't put the book down. And then... When my brother, grandmother called me, I was under the table. I said, yes. And she said, did you find the book? And I said, yes. She said, do you like it? I said, yeah, what is it? I said, it's the law book. And she said, <laughs> and she laughed at me like that. She said, what? She said, you really like that? I said, yeah, can I have this? And she said, yeah. So that's my start of law. I read it all the time. And a lot of the things when I found a law I couldn't understand, I went and checked it out to find out what it meant. I asked around, asked everybody until I got the answer for it. So this still continues today. As I say to everybody, even even like at our assemblies, look, I'm not a lawyer, I'm not a solicitor. Could you ask me any facet of the law and I'll tell you, but go and check out what I say. I love the law. I love it. It's so good.
0: And I'm going to share the screen here. You sent me a document called the 12 Presumptions of Law. Can you explain what that is and how we can use it?
1: Okay, so the 12 Presumptions of Law comes from the fact that there's a section called the Private Bar Guild. Now, the Private Bar Guild, the lawyers and even the governments and ministers have taken a secret oath to work against we, the people. So they call us creatures. That's what we're known as to them. We're creatures. We're a dead entity. Mm. That's how we're treated. So what happened years ago, I found out there was what I call a way in. No, the way in is called the 12 Laws of Presumption. So it states here that everything they do is presumption. When they service with a parking fine or a speeding fine or they want to take you to court over money, they claim that you owe them. It's all on presumptions. They presume you are going to believe everything they say. Right. Now, everything they say is illegal. So you're telling them now, you're serving these 12 presumptions of law, telling them, I know, you presume I'm going to agree to everything you say. Well, I'm not because it's not legal. Mm. So this is how you start out. So there's 12 points here in 12 different sections of law. So the first one you have, you will write, fill your name out in the top of the form where you see one, you will put your name. I will put my name, I, Ivan Desmond Russell, The undersigned formally challenged the presumption of public record as it is by definition a presumption and has no standing order or merit in presentable or material facts. So that's the heading. That tells them straight away, you're liars and I'm not copying this anymore.
0: Where would we file this, this
1: document? You would serve that. You don't give them the document. You'd send it by email. You send it to whoever is harassing you. Now, if it's a local council, you send it to the local council. If it's a body corp, everybody's fitted in here, even here, the body corp, as I mentioned here, the body corp, any government agent, it says here agent, that is a government agent. So if you're forced to take a vaccination, they want to give you a vaccination, you are telling here. You have no right standing with the law. You have no merit in trying to force me under the Bill of Rights. You have taken away my rights. So this all, all works in with the bill of rights. So let's go on to point one after the first one. So now all members of public guild, that's the private bar guild that I mentioned to you before. Nope. The private bar guild who have sworn a solemn, secret, absolute oath to their guild. Then act as public agents of the government or public officials by making additional oaths of public office that openly and deliberately contradict their private superior oaths to their own guild.
0: When you do that, it's uh, one cancels out the other.
1: Yeah, so what you what you're saying here now is I know what you've done. You've sworn an oath against my common. Law rights against the constitution, and I formally challenge you now. So let's go on. And at this, it's you'll hear the challenge word come in now. So we go into the next point one I, Ivan Desmond Russell, challenge the fines as they are presumption and have no standing of merit in presentable or material fact. I, Ivan Desmond Russell, challenge the presumption of government acting in two rules, as executor and beneficiary, as it is by definition a presumption with no merit or fact. Three, I, Ivan Desmond Russell, challenge the presumption of agent, is the government, and agencies, their partners, as it is a presumption with no merit or fact. Again, I, Ivan Death and Russell challenged the presumption of an agent, an agency with incompetence, with no merit or fact. I, Ivan Death and Russell challenged the presumption of guilt with no merit or fact. I, Ivan Death and Russell formally challenged all presumptions of law, and I formally challenged all 12 presumptions of law then the presumptions of law formally has no substance in material fact. This is a key thing. We're talking about substance. So everything they do, there is no substance in what they do because it's not legal. So if it's not legal, there's no substance. There's no what we call material fact, no merit. Like an army charge you with law when there's merit and substance and material fact. If none of those three are there together, it's not law. It's not legal
0: You use this in a court?
1: Yeah, I haven't lost yet. I will recognize the rule of law when and only there is evidence of that assumed rule of law has some, here we go, material evidence of substance in presentable material fact. Okay, so let's look at something. Presentable material fact means it is right standing. In brief, it means material facts and substance means right standing. In other words, it is in agreement with common law and the Constitution. If it's not in agreement with either of those, it has no substance. So let's go on. Until then, the search for rule of law, that is some credibility in material fact, continues. Now you're telling them, I'm serving you. You say then here, this says, it is done in other words you have been served you have been found guilty of corruption without ill will or vexation for and of the legal legal entity and the living man or woman so you're telling them i am representing every man and woman including myself that i am a living man i'm not a creature i'm not dead i'm alive
0: Okay, let's just qualify, uh, quantify that because quantify, yep. when you talk about a living man, when they contact you and they address you in all caps, they are <laughs> addressing you as a dead entity. So when you proclaim your living <clears throat> that actually puts them on the back foot and they can't do anything to you.
1: They can't do anything to you at all. So let's go out to what I explain to people when you go to court, that when they say, oh, everybody rise, you don't rise, you stay seated. Because if you ride, you're agreeing to them calling you a dead entity. You oh. want to tell them you're alive by staying seated. And then you, when the if the judge asks for your name, you don't give the judge your name. You just say to the judge, I am a living man. And then you, this is what you need to say to the judge. Are you operating under section five of the constitution?
0: Yeah, you can also say has this court been convened under Clause 5 of the the Commonwealth of Australia Constitution Act 1901 as proclaimed and gazetted?
1: Yeah, exactly. So I've just put it in brief because people are not going to probably remember all of that. All you need to do is say, are you operating under Section 5 of the Constitution? And, look, the judge is not going to say anything for the first time you say that. So you give them a while. You say it twice. You say it again. You probably won't. He probably won't answer. By law, you must say it three times. When you say it the third time, the judge now knows that you know the law. He either removes himself from the bench and doesn't come back on the bench again. If he walks back in, then you say, I take my leave from this non-court because I now take control of the court under the constitution. He can't stay there anymore. If he stays there, then you ask him then to swear the oath of allegiance to the Constitution. If he stays there, he's telling you, I want to swear a new oath, which would be brilliant.
2: Common law is for everyone. Come and join us to create a better future in our Commonwealth of Australia. Our mission is to educate, facilitate and activate, to empower you so that you can confidently protect your rights and freedoms we are peacefully and actively educating people about their rights and helping free everyone to live their lives to the full knowledge is power we provide assembly meetings where people like you can learn and take responsibility for their lives join a common law assembly in your region here www.commonlaw.earth/assemblies/assembly-meetings Let's all work together to create a better future. We are all unpaid volunteers, but it takes a lot of time and money to provide the knowledge. Please donate to support our work. Just the price of a cup of coffee can make a huge difference.
1: But expect him to walk away. And you can then... Look, I don't think the judge will come back. If when, when the judge leaves, I cannot see a judge coming back. So then you just...
0: No, they do sometimes, and they they will wait until you leave the court, and then they will come back, and they will hear the case against you while in your absence so that they can then convict you. This has been done before, Um, but I did see today a video of a man in America doing exactly what you said, and the judge fled the court. Exactly, yeah, yeah. You need to stay in the court because if they come back while you're out of the court, then they can go ahead with uh, against you as the non-living entity. So be careful.
1: Exactly. So when I say don't come back, if the judge hasn't come back after five minutes, you need to wait. You wait and wait and wait. There will be a convener in the court there, and you can ask the convener what is going on. And the convener then, by that, will go and find out what the judge is doing, if the judge is coming back or if he's still in recession but they have to, by law, give you an answer to that. Hmm. And and then, as I said, if the judge, if you get the, the word come back, the judge is not coming back, well, then you say, I now leave this court. This court is okay. under my control. You're taking control so of the court.
0: You say, I now declare this court to be my, under my control. Yep, yep. The case is dismissed and I am leaving this court. Yeah.
1: Now, say, for instance, they... Even after that, they come back and they do formally challenge you and they do take action against you. That's when you serve. I would say even before waiting for that, I would still serve the court the 12 presumptions of law. Get in there before they try and do anything because these are very, very evil people. And the moment you walk away, they may decide to reconvene the court while you're not there, even though they might have come back and told you, no, the judge is not coming back. But the moment you walk out, they can do that. So if you then serve the court, the 12 laws of presumptions, do it by email, send it to the court you're at, you've got them in a nutshell. They can't do anything. The moment you go home and you serve that, they could be still in the court taking action against you, but you're serving the presumption, 12 presumptions of law, you shut them down. Already you've had a word to say that the judge is not coming back and they've broken that, but you serve the 12 laws of presumption. They are finished then. See, what happens when somebody gets served, whether it's a judge or a lawyer, as I served about six weeks ago and I served the biggest body corp in Queensland, I served them the 12 presumptions of law. They know what it is when they've been served it. They have two options. One, they stand out from the seat and never can operate as a lawyer again. The other option is that for us, they stand down from their seat then they want to swear the oath of the constitution where they can then legally operate in the capacity they were operating before. Now this works with all lawyers, all agents, and even the judge. If the judge gets down from his seat and he stands back up, he's telling you by standing down, now I want to commit, I want to rededicate myself and I want to swear the oath of the constitution. And you do that straight away. Anybody can do that. Anybody can do that. So it would be great to see that. But, yeah, don't think the court's over. Cover your backside. If you get out of the court in that situation, serve them the 12 laws of presumption. That makes the court see because you've told them, this is my court. I take control of this court now. You don't want them to go behind that and then lie and say, no, we never told you that the judge wasn't come back. In any case, serve that court the 12 presumptions of law. Okay.
0: Very easy. And now a word from our sponsor, who helps keep these podcasts going. Dick Yardley's book, Australian political and religious leaders, treason, treachery and sabotage. Dick exposes how Whitlam, Hawke, Keating, Goss, Rudd and all the other Fabians have destroyed our manufacturing and agriculture. If you want to know exactly how they have done it, get Dick's book at advanceaustralia.com.au and click on merchandise. Knowledge is power. Get the power to fight the corruption today.
1: You know, I searched for 30 years for this 12 presumptions of law, what I call the way out. So it took me a long time to find something that I could use against them. That when I was studying law, I used to go to a lot of cases and that. And then I would hear when there was a, a, a recess, two lawyers, opposing lawyers get together and say, hey, Bill. Now, I'm going to charge this person with it. This is what I'm going to say. What are you going to say in evidence that you counteracted to attack me with? They were coercing. And I said, no, 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 there's got to be something. But it took me 30 years to find this.
0: I'm trying to get into the federal court right now.
1: Yeah, of course. Serve it to them. Why not? Okay. But they don't want you to know. Let's get this right. They don't want you to know this. Here's something you can use too. If the federal court were not, allow you to get in i want you to go to criminal code 1899 section 415 it is called extortion you are now charging with extortion now i i served this at the southport court to my great friend <laughs> the head clerk of the courts and when i served this to him under section 1899 so when you go to court every law has a number now the higher the number the higher the case, so here's they only go up to two two thousand. By the way, so this one's at eight one thousand eight hundred ninety nine. No clerk of the court would deal with this when you serve this to him, which I did. This guy that I've known, I've known him for over twenty years, wanted to serve that to him. Uh, the um, he just said to me, he put his hands up, surrendered. I, I can't do this. This, this. this is too high. This is way above me. He didn't want to touch it. He knew what it was. He just didn't want it to be served to him. And so I said, well, that's okay. I said, I've served it it to you. So 415 is extortion. So that's the section. So Criminal Code 1899, and the act is extortion. The points, A, a person, the demander, who without reasonable cause makes the demand with the intent to gain a benefit for any person. Now let's go to the demand, which is what they're doing to you. If they don't want to hear you in court, they're making a demand on you, which is illegal. They can't make a demand on you that, that goes against the law. You're telling them there's uh, an infringement here of the law and you want to bring it back to what's called right standing. Mm. Now, if they don't, they're charged with extortion because they are extorting the law. That's why you need to send the 12 presumptions 12 of law and then send them the Criminal Code Act 1899, Section 415. I charge this court here with now under the act of extortion they won't like it but they have to do something about it so there's lots of things here at this point if you go down it'll break it up all the facts all the points uh a cause of detriment they are detrimenting you to your actions you have a right to expose what they say on oath that they're doing and they're not doing it so we have it's a it's a crime with a threat to cause a detriment to any person other than the demander. You're not demanding. They're the demander. They're demanding you shut up and leave them alone so they can do what they want to do.
0: If you're enjoying these podcasts on the bloodyaussiebattler.com, why not become a member to support my work? It's easy. Just click on Join Us and choose the membership level that suits your pocket.
1: So you're the threat to their detriment. They don't like that. But bad luck. This is what the law states. So the pen, makes a pen, if carrying out the threat causes or would be likely to cause serious personal injury to a person other than the offender, life imprisonment. See, Mm -hmm. this is powerful here because if I was a judge and I heard this case, then I would push for life imprisonment. Why? Because you're not doing this for yourself. You're doing this for the whole of Australia. So therefore... Maximum penalty would be for the judge here, the judges here, life imprisonment. And I will put that that down in a note. When I serve this, I would be saying to the judge, Your Honour, maximum penalty here I'm serving to you would be life imprisonment because I'm not representing me. I'm representing the whole of Australia, the people of Australia, the living people. That would shock him. That would shock him that you would know this and that you would serve this To the federal court they would not like you to say that because you're not acting on your own that's what you need to tell them i am not acting on my own here i am acting on behalf of the people of australia the living people and therefore the maximum penalty would be carried out here in the section a maximum penalty life imprisonment
0: okay now we've we've already or i've already filed a uh, judicial review i'm waiting for a response to that uh, it sounds like I'd better do this as well, because uh, they're trying everything they can to deny me access to the court.
1: I want to take it down to uh, 1A, the Pendle's and Senders Act 1992, Section 161Q, also states a circumstance of aggravation. So this is aggravation, not just to you, is another point. It's not just aggravation to you, but it's aggravation to the whole of Australia, to every person in Australia that they don't want to do what is rightfully done here. So it yeah. says here, it is immaterial that the demand or threat is made in a way ordinary used to inform the public, inform the public than a particular person or be the threat does not specify the detriment to be caused or the threat does not specify the person to whom the detriment is to be caused or specifies that in a general way or an example. A threat to cause detriment to the public. Very good. So let's go to C again. Let me speak that again. You need to take this one into account. Under 1A, 2C, the threat does not specify the person to whom the detriment is to be caused or specifies this in a general way. or the example, a threat to cause detriment to the public or any members of the public. So you need to tell them you are representing the public. And under your laws, it says quite clearly here in point C, 2C, a threat to cause detriment to the public. Are they causing detriment to the public? You bet they are. This is powerful, Mike. This is powerful. I love it. All right, mate. It sounds good. So having that in the 12 laws of presumption, oh my goodness.
0: Mate, I wanna thank you very much for this very valuable information. I'll be putting it to use. And uh, as soon as I, I have seen how it works, I'll be able to recommend it to other people as well. So
1: thank you again, mate. My pleasure, have a great day, mate.